Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! Hey folks, it is September 27th. First things first, all my Floridians out there that are bracing for Hurricane Ian, please take cover, please be safe, especially those on the Gulf Coast who are in direct line of the hurricane. Gotta be careful out there, those storm surges are no joke. And what's interesting about this hurricane cycle, this hurricane season, is... The amount of information about the speed of a hurricane, not a lot of people think about this, but a hurricane, you know, you think about the speed of a hurricane and how it's like whipping around and kind of crazy in a, in a big, like, you know, Tasmanian devil type circle, but it's actually moving at no more than a brisk walking pace, which is why it's, it can be so dangerous. So... Um, for all of our Floridian friends that are bracing for the, for the impact there, I, I wish you the best, and I just hope you make smart decisions. Don't go outside. Um, man. Via Condios, right? Like, I wonder if there's any... I bet you there's some surfers on the Gulf Coast. You know what's interesting? There's going to be some crazy waves. This is the other half of me. First half of me is be safe, be safe. Second half of me is like, you know what? There's going to be some crazy waves. Probably waves the likes of which Fort Myers Beach has never, ever felt. So go on, dude. If you are if you happen to be running from the law and a very handsome detective named uh, Johnny Utah, and you're, you're looking to get that 100-year storm, you go find Fort Myers Beach. You stay at the Lonnie Kai tonight, and you take that surfboard out. We often forget that this is comedy. Let's not let's not take it too seriously. Um, but something to take serious, someone to take serious is my guest today, the very funny, uh, the very charming Devin Perry. You can see her tonight at the Hollywood Improv at eight o'clock with Sebastian Maniscalco and others. Uh, Renee Piercy, I believe, is also on that bill. Um, she's absolutely fantastic. She talks about upstate New York. She talks about running around in the woods and uh, and going nuts. And uh, this is a very fun, interesting interview. Devin is a delight, and you should find her online after you listen to this podcast and you check out these messages. After these messages, it's me and Devin Perry. Okay, whoa, 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 what's the hold up? do 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 It's ad time. Oh, yeah. It's ad time. And let the good time roll. You know, since 2015, Totally Good Time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s, 2000s, and niche entertainment favorites. Well, what do they got? Uh, how about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records Staff T for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American Hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four, check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Add time. Do 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 ad time. Oh man, another ad. Well, don't worry, this one will make you hungry. <laughs> Margarita, pepperoni playboy, guilty party, good thing, dreams tonight, beyond love, smoke signals, neon moon, Springsteen, talking backwards, crude copy, breakneck speed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you haven't had one of Lucky Nick's pizzas, sourdough Neapolitan pizza pies straight from their wood fire oven. And you are missing out. Go ahead and follow Lucky Nick's Pizza on Instagram. That's at L-U-C-K-Y-N-I-C-K-S-P-I-Z-Z-A for the latest updates about their weekly mobile pop-ups in the SoCal region. It's Lucky Nick's Pizza. Nice little pizza, huh? 
All right, one more ad won't be so bad. Listen up, this is what we got going on. No shirt, no shoes, no problem. Well, if it is a problem for you and you need a shirt, then go ahead and scroll on down through the details of this episode and click on the Tee Public link. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C. That will lead you to the official site for Florida versus merchandise. Now, whether you need a t-shirt to wear in the pool, a mask to wear in the store, or a mug to tea bag, Tee Public has all of your needs covered with officially licensed Florida versus merch. Do you love the podcast? Do you want to wear it? Get officially licensed Florida versus merchandise at tpublic.com. Recording in progress. Got it. All right, Devin. Wow. So musical. <laughs> Devin, everybody, everybody gets a song. I got to remember to not blow out the mic. So sorry for everybody that's been listening to the recordings that uh, just hear me just screaming. But everybody gets a song. Devin Perry's on the show. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, my guest today from New York, the absolute angel of the improv, the very funny, the very talented, the very captivating, artistic comedian who everybody's going to know in the next coming years. Please welcome the very funny, the very amazing, the very wonderful Devin Perry. Thank you, Pierre. Jeez, that was such a good come up. It's not, that made me feel good. I was like, it's like when a host is bringing you up on stage and you're like, okay, but now I'm just standing here already on stage. Like you're saying <laughs> That's what I sh- we should do at uh, any of the shows. Like I need to bring up the person and then just kind of be like shoulder to shoulder with them and be like this person right here absolutely fantastic like, just you like know, yeah you just the opposite like, of a roast yeah it's just all compliments and people comedians can't do that so they'll just be like ew <laughs> well Devin, how's it going how are you are you uh you're in los angeles right now are you enjoying this turn of the weather or what yeah i am um it's been way too hot as yeah. everyone has been saying but i can't do the heat because i grew up in upstate new york and it would get hot there, but only around like 80s, high 80s, Oof. sometimes the 90s, but it was always humid. And that's how it's been here. And I'm not about that. So this week has been cool. And I like that. For some reason, people in LA and I, and my grandma, who's in Florida, love to just talk about the weather. Like the weather <laughs> comes, like takes up most of the conversations that I have. It's like, my I talked to my grandma today and she was like, oh, I mowed the lawn. 84 years old, still mowing the lawn. And she goes, oh, it's 85 here. It's it's cooling off. And I go, oh, my God. <laughs> well, I feel like, I don't know. I think that weather is different. I feel like in LA, it's weird because it's like you can be in the coast area and it's cool, but then you come inland and it's like 15 degrees, but hotter, but it feels like Satan. And then by the coast, it's like nice and chill all the time. Even if it's hot there, it's like you have the ocean breeze. So maybe Florida's that way. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, the ocean breeze, we really just get that from hurricanes. Uh, <laughs> but um, up top, we like to do plugs up top. So, Devin, is there anything you can tell uh, our Floridian listeners about, like uh, any upcoming shows or any uh, way to find you on the Internet or anything? You, want um, to talk about? you could follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's nice. Dev- Devin B. Perry. So D-E-V is in Victor. <laughs> Y-N. <laughs> B as in Brooke, and then Ooh. Perry at uh, I was gonna say my email at gmail.com. Hot, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give us actually give us your give us your email and then your password, all of your login info. Because not only do we want to know your Instagram, we want to be able to post on it. I don't even know my login information, and then it makes you change your password like every freaking like month now. And now I just have like the same different password for everything. So, <laughs> do you add like really bad? <laughs> <laughs> I heard the best thing to do for a password is to create a phrase. Uh, I usually just am really basic and I'm like, uh, like something generic. This isn't it, but like butterfly and then like <laughs> a number and then like a couple exclamation points or something. It depends on what the requirements are. You know what I used to do back in like, oh gosh, 
08, 09 is I would change my password every year, but it would be some sort of like motivating, like uh, uh, it would be a motivating sentence, like, like um, a sentence. You had yeah. A sentence as a yeah. password. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like uh, what was one like um, uh, uh, make, uh, make, 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 make art you're proud of 2010. Like, yeah, I think that was one of them. I guess that's good. Cause it's like, you're manifesting it every time you type in your password. Yeah. And you're a big, you're a big, like manifester type. Like you, you have got the crystals, you've got the, yeah. the, um, what is it? What's that thing? What's the term you say it in front of the mirror? Uh, um, like a bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody no. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. No, no, like affirmations. Right? Oh, um, yeah, I guess. I, I uh, that's just a joke. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> talk in the mirror to myself. I'm not insane, but I write. <laughs> I write things down. Oh, okay, nice. I, I, yes. Uh, you don't write, but do you write them on the mirror, like in the, a beautiful mind or no, uh, no. no mirror stuff, less mirror stuff. I do more of the mirror stuff. I'm the mirror guy. I just watched a lot of uh, mirrors freak me out. I watched too many movies about them and I just like, don't look in them too long. <laughs> I don't trust it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm Dude, weird. <laughs> I have one. So growing up, it was my grandpa. It's so funny. Wow. I just remember this. I growing up, I, I don't think anybody, any of our friends knows, but Growing up, I uh, I was raised by my grandparents, and my mom, and we lived in a two bedroom condo. My grandparents would live in one room, me and my mom were living in another room. And for some reason, through elementary school, my mom wanted me to have a rat tail, like <laughs> like a rat tail. And I didn't know any better, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I got this rat tail, cool, whatever." And my mom really wanted me to have it. My grand, but I was getting older. My grandpa was like, "You got to cut that." And I thought it was gonna hurt mm. like I didn't think it was another part of my hair oh you thought it was connected to like your skull like, I thought it was like, like my avatar like, like tail or something like that that's like when people have that condition where your vertebrae grow too long or you yeah. have too many so you get like a tail yeah my little brother had a rat tail so I know exactly what you're talking about my mom like had him have a rat tail for some reason no but why 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 I did don't she know. do that I don't I know why like, my mom did either I thought I thought it was like a white trash thing like my whole life like <laughs> I knew it was a white trash thing that's why I would like they're like you can't just you just can't cut that I was like why it's so gross like it's yeah just, it's There's not like a look it's just a thing there was me, and then there was one other kid who uh, had a rat tail, and his name was Lester. And every kid named him Lester the Molester. And yeah, we had a guy named Chester, and he was Chester Molester. <laughs> but he was actually a pedophile. He lived on the corner. I'm not kidding. So was, we were like, maybe we shouldn't joke about that. Was he as old as you, or he was older no, than you? No, I was a kid. So I was 11. That's when I was living in the trailer park. And he lived in like the last trailer on the left <clears throat> near the woods. And I was like, and I could see like, I was a smart ass kid. Like I went on the pedophile website and I'd find like sex offenders around me. So I'd like watch out. Oh, I was good. always paranoid. So I saw him and I was like, oh my God, that guy's a pedophile. And his name was Chester. So I used to just call him Chester the Molester. And I used to like ride my bike by his house and be like, I'm not afraid of you, Chester the Molester. <laughs> like, you're not going to mess with the kid. You had so you much, out. you had so much confidence as a kid. You're like, I'm hot. I'm going to get molested. Well, I think, oh my God, that's so funny. I think any kid can get molested, especially in a trailer park. It's like, you don't have good parents if you're in a trailer park. If so, you believe in yourself enough or not you believe in yourself. yourself. Jeez, well, well, it's like, yeah. It's like you call someone out when they're stealing, you know? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You would drive by his house in your, on your bicycle and you would yell chest mm -hmm. for the molester in hopes that he might be thinking about molesting and then and then you yell it and he hears it and he's like, they already know. I better keep a look. Yeah, profile. that's exactly what it does. Because he was definitely a pedophile. Like, you, I don't know. You can tell. I'm not. I wasn't a stupid kid. Like, not saying that stupid kids 
fall into that. <laughs> only but, you're saying only stupid kids get molested. No, but when you have like, like I was like a parent as a child, like taking care of my little brother a lot. So it's uh-huh. like, I was like already in the adult mindset, not in the child mindset. So. Yeah. And you're out here intimidating pedophiles, intimidating yeah. them, just driving by bullying pedophiles. I love that. But the point I was making about uh, the rat tail was my only memory. One of my only memories as a kid was my grandpa bringing me in front of his like um, mirror. And he was like, all right, I'm going to cut this. And I was like, Ooh, I don't, uh, I like remember closing my eyes and thinking he was going to hurt. Like oh, cutting my God. little rat tail. I was like, Ooh, and then he was like, He's like, all right, that's it. And I was like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Changed my life. Did you have any like crazy uh, daring haircuts growing up? Did you have like the swooping bangs? Did you have the emo razor uh, cut? I did. I, I never had the emo cut because I wasn't, when I would see emo kids and my stepsister would, was emo or seen, she mm-hmm. was seen, I'd be like, why? Like, why are you dying your hair blue? Like, I never, I never had that, like, I had like, a semi rough childhood or whatever I went through, but like, I never had one of those phases. I was just like, I don't know my own thing, Mm -hmm. but I had, I did have side bangs. Hardcore. I feel like side bangs were like the, no one did the middle part. It's like you did the middle part until the middle part was just, you realized it was ugly. (laughs) And then (laughs) we used to just like slick and gel our hair in the middle part and then like straight down. Mm. And then that was not attractive. And then <laughs> everyone was like, get side bangs. So everyone parted their hair like way over here and like kind of did almost like a, a comb over. Oh, yeah. Like and a Conan, like a Conan the, type of thing. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. So then they would cut it and they would be like, you swooped your bangs. Like, <laughs> and then I had front bangs. Oh, wow. You're covering yeah. up that forehead, huh? I like my forehead. I don't have an issue with it, but I, I just liked bangs. I feel like it fit my personality. So I was like, I want bangs. But that was when I was super young. Yeah. And then I had curtain bangs like two years ago, but they grew out. So now I just Oof. have plain hair. Well, yeah. What do you call you, what you do now? I don't do anything in my, oh, uh, well, like if I go and get a cut, I get long layers. Uh, okay. All right. That, yeah. See, I'd grown out my hair before. It was like down to my shoulder. It was pretty thick and wavy, but uh, I didn't really tend to it. Yeah, I didn't really tend to it. It was just kind of like, not like dirty, but uh, yeah, dirty. Dirty be the best way to describe it. (laughs) Did you ever shave like one side of your head? You remember that? No, no, I never did that. You come close to that? No, I don't think that I have the, the look for that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just never have wanted to shave my head. (laughs) <laughs> no nope. oh. uh i yeah i know so so many girls i know like especially when it's the summer it's like oh it's so hot i just want to shave my head it's like uh i feel like every girl says that at some point but it's mm-hmm. just like it's a dramatic thing it's just like oh my god it's so hot i just want to shave my hair like it's right. it's not like you're actually gonna go shave your hair i know people who've actually cut their hair like my stepsister got a, <laughs> a, a pixie cut when oh, she was cute. in high school and she loved it. She had really uh, thick hair. She's Hispanic. So we were in, speaking of people that shaved their heads. We were in Catalina recently oh, yeah. and uh, you and me and a, a group of our friends. And so <laughs> we were there for like a weekend, like two and a half days, I guess. Dude, it felt um, like five days. I'm it, sure. <laughs> it did feel like a long time. But <laughs> on the last evening that they were that we were there. We went to go do karaoke because that's what everyone was doing on the island. It was my first time in Catalina. I didn't know where to go. We Same. went to go do karaoke, uh, which it was lovely. We went to karaoke, didn't get picked. But then we went to this nightclub and <laughs> it was it was a quintessential nightclub, like bright flashing lights, cages that women could dance in. <laughs> <laughs> that women it felt were like it literally felt like it felt like if like a really rich guy <laughs> had like an upstairs like hey I have my own nightclub at like his mansion and then yeah. he was like I want to make it actually a nightclub so he had to add cages because he was like there has to be cages somewhere because usually cages at those places <laughs> are like high up like why I do nightclubs have to have cages <laughs> 
Because it's like a dungeon. It's like a well-lit dungeon. It's like sexy. It's like that like shit that people do. I don't know. It's, Usually, not, se- it's not sexy to me. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lock you up in a, in a cage. <laughs> I remember when I went to Miami, actually, speaking of Florida, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the name of the club, honestly. It was when I was like a sophomore in college, but we went in there and LMFAO was playing <laughs> and it was like $75 for the guys to get in and <clears throat> it was free. Oh my and God. I wasn't even 21 yet. So I had a fake ID. It wasn't even me on it. And I still got in. And really? then there was women in cages, like up in like half circle cages, like that were into the wall. And I was like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> we went to that nightclub and it looked like that. That bar was huge though. I will say bar that we were at mm-hmm. the at we the nightclub yeah well just to finish that i want to hear about your miami story then we'll get to talking about your hometown but to finish that so we go to this nightclub and i don't know someone in our party ordered these like insane like blue drinks like i don't I, even know they're what they're adios adios. Uh, adios okay I, well, I don't even know what's in that i honestly don't know but my face the entire time was like i was like sucking a, a lemon at, from the skin like no, it, was, it was just like oh it was just painful i only I had a sip because of avery and i were there and then i was like if i'm gonna have to be i hate clubs i right. hate clubs i hate clubs Me so too. i was like if i have to be at a club right now i need to be like intoxicated and i wasn't at that <laughs> point no, because I got sick. Remember, I felt kind of sick at the karaoke and then we didn't get to go up. So then I smoked mm-hmm. and then I took two shots and then Dex was like, here, help me. So like, we, <laughs> yes. we, we were all sipping on his audios and it was just like, it was so strong. It was just so much vodka. I think it's like vodka, blue carousel maybe a little bit of juice. And then I think it might be tequila too. It's something like a long Island. It's why they called audios, but. So then you Avery Dex left and I was like, all right, cool. You know, you guys were just like, you know, you're like, I'm over this. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, me too. But I stayed with Christina and Devin and we were just kind of, you know, dancing and hanging out. And then, and then we left and then I'm like, oh, well let's find, you know, Devin and, um, uh, and Avery and Dex. So I was like, let's poke our heads around the corner here. And then, <laughs> and then I hear some yelling. And then this girl with like a, like a shaved head comes out of the water and she's like, she's like totally naked and everyone's skinny dipping. And I'm like, Oh my God, what is happening? This is crazy. That was a crazy, crazy evening. Dude, that girl, like, I'm not going to lie. I'm it, that only happened because we were all in Catalina and like, I, I am just more like, like I go skinny dipping with like, me and Avery maybe but like I'm not not gonna go with like a group it's just whatever unless I messed up which I was drunk so and we got there I was like is everybody like going naked because like (laughs) I had I had put I had put his boxers on because he had shorts (laughs) I put his boxers on and I put a t-shirt on and I like did like the old cheerleader thing oh cool and then I was like, okay, this is like a swimsuit, but it was weighing me down so much, like, mm. and under the waves. So I was like, whatever. And then that bald chick just jumps in naked. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> the bald, <laughs> so then we all bald just women like, are wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, why not? And then just jumped in. There was and that, then, there was that oh. bald woman. There was, or, you know, shaved head woman. <laughs> then there was the DJ from karaoke. And then there was a bunch of like island misfits from Catalina. And then there was a dude that was just like kind of oh, kind of swimming God. too close. I, I I was like, all right, cool, let's go. I took over so the jump in. Then there was, yeah, there's this old big dude who was like uh, swimming too close to me. I was like, are you are you trying to insert me or what are you trying to do? He, he kept like trying to get with everyone. He kept being like, Oh, are you okay? Do you need help? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. He like, just kept trying. It just didn't matter. Guy, girl, anybody. Yeah, uh, head, it, karaoke DJ. Didn't matter what you do. He had no type. It was like just whoever would hook up with him. <laughs> and he, 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 he was, was just, just trying like, to get randomly, sucked. like creepily, like right here. And then yeah. I just felt like all the locals were trying to hook up with everyone. <laughs> and it got weird. <laughs> so then we all got out. Yeah. Oh, so silly. Yeah. That guy was just trying to get sucked. Didn't matter by who. 
And then like 20 of us just walk by these policemen who are arresting this guy and we're all half naked. That's right. At like 2 a.m. And it feels like we're like a Scooby-Doo movie. And just like, like. (laughs) It did. It did. Like, what are we doing? You know, it's funny. So yeah, you brought up uh, going to a club in Miami. In Florida, I don't know if this is the case where you grew up, but uh, uh, I'd like to hear about it in just a moment. In Florida, a lot of the clubs growing up, and to this day, some still are, 21 and up for men, 18 and up for women. What? Have you ever heard about that? Have you ever heard of that? Actually, I did, because maybe I didn't have a fake then. Maybe that is how I got in. I did have a fake at one point in college, but it was like my, that was like later on. So maybe I was 18, because I was 18 when I went. That would make sense. What were you doing in Miami? You were on like spring break? Yeah, my friend, her, her friend. So, well, I guess she's my friend too. So my friend, your friend's friend, <laughs> I just also your friend. yeah, I mean, we all don't really talk anymore, but like, we're not, not friends, you know? So right. it was like her cousin that was a doctor in Miami or something. And he had a condo there and he, all we had to do was pay for the cleaning fee okay. in our, in our plane ticket. So it was like, and it was yeah. like, from upstate New York to Florida is actually not that bad. It's pretty cheap to fly there. I used to go to Florida all the time. That sounds like the plot of Spring Breakers. That sounds like a Harmony <laughs> Corinne, Vanessa well, Hutchins movie. Well, I was, my mom was always worried and I was always worried because there was like that Brittany Drexel girl who went missing. Mm. And I went to North or South Carolina all the time with my friends on spring break. We'd go to Myrtle Beach like every year. Yeah, so, Myrtle Beach was cool. So, but that's where that girl got taken and she was from upstate New York. So it was like, like when I was a kid too, and exactly where like we would go. So it was like, you had to be careful. I was always like making sure I didn't get fucking taken. (laughs) Yeah, dude, seriously. Well, what was your, what was your experience in Miami that time? You went to that crazy club with the cages on the ceiling, the spherical cages. Um, I remember I was really, really drunk there. That was, was (laughs) That was like sophomore year of college. And I was like really in a new relationship, like literally a month in. So it was like, who knows? As you know, it's college if it was going to last or whatever. Sure. So I was like, um, I'm just going to have fun with my friends. It was all like the girls in the sorority I was in. But like Ooh, fun. the cool girls. Okay. Uh, and they were like older. I always hung out with the older girls. And um, cool. They, yeah you love the older kids you only hang out with the older kids yeah I was always hanging out with older kids but like I was hanging out with them and then we all went there so uh (laughs) yeah that was the club I mean it was like I barely we were like drunk but I remember wearing like these really high wedges because I could wear heels then and I was like so tall (laughs) really yeah and then I was like this is too much and uh the, they wanted to leave before LMFAO even performed. I was like, man, like, cause you know, when LMFAO was in and then it yeah. was like in Florida, like that's perfect for <laughs> Miami. So LMFAO, I'm pretty stoked. sure like, are like, you know, <laughs> they have the key to every city in Florida. They do. I swear to God, they're probably I learned that whole dance. I love that type of because I did you, dance and stuff, and that was like stuff we danced to. It's like you can do the party okay. rock. You can do the party rock song or dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? All right, cool. I'm gonna have to let. I'm next time I, I'm on stage with you. I'm gonna have to call you out. And yeah, I have to happen. do that. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to embarrass myself any more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about the first time you embarrassed yourself and other things. But uh, Devin, please tell me about your hometown. Okay, well, I grew up in a bunch of places because of divorced parents, but um, I would say my hometown is in upstate New York. It's called uh, Brushton, so it's super small. I didn't know how small it was until recently when I literally probably like a month ago, I looked up the uh, like population or whatever, Uh and it was like, I swear to God, it was like 520 people. really yeah like that small like 520 people yeah so I lived there from the age of eight so it was about second grade until 10th grade and then from 10th grade to senior year I went I lived in uh, Texas whoa yeah that is super small do they even do you guys even have like a dude it was so small that I remember like 
there's so many cemeteries in upstate New York. It's super haunted and shit. Like I, like you heard some of the paranormal stories I told you, but yeah, um, there was like cemeteries around everywhere and around our school, literally three cemeteries around our school. And my friend like lived on a cemetery, like creepy shit. And like, there's a like, fog that would come in. They should film there actually. But we uh, found the guy who founded our town, like his <laughs> tombstone is there is like, something brush his last name and it was like 1827 or something so it's like this really tiny old like super historic town yeah it sounds it sounds like there were more dead people in your town than alive people for real i'm not kidding i'm serious there was i did that's why when i moved here i was like where do they bury people like there's no cemeteries here i feel like and yeah that sounds dumb but i i mean there, yeah. there's some but not like i don't know not like cemeteries i've seen no, well, there's the Hollywood Cemetery, Hollywood yeah. Forever Cemetery, and then there's Forest Lawn Cemetery, mm-hmm. which is uh, on your way out to Pasadena. But so like what? So, oh, God. So it sounds like your town was basically s- surrounded by cemeteries. What was that <laughs> like? Like what sort of like, you know, what was the first time you, you know, um, you kind of like a- interacted with like a supernatural type of a situation? Yeah, I feel like we always did as kids up there because like there's cornfields and stuff. <laughs> it sounds dumb, but there's always weird stuff happening very late at night there. We would walk through the cemeteries at night all the time and like you could always feel things there, obviously. Yeah. Um, especially at my friend's house. Like we could never sleep and like we just always be like looking out like at the cemetery, laying on the trampoline. It was weird. Um, well, it, it was like, it was almost like a Stephen King town, like Whoa. weird things would happen. And then like, I knew a lot of people that died growing up there, like at my school and like a small school where my graduating class would have only been like 70 people if I would have, uh, stayed there where it's like, there were people passing, like I knew at least three to five people who died that were in school like during living there that's a lot for like a small town area so yeah my mom always said it was cursed that town so I I don't know that's kind of why we moved or she moved back to Texas after but yeah it's weird it's it's definitely weird when it's like you're walking through the cemetery to go to school oh you had to walk through the cemetery to go to school yeah like on the side yeah how how long did you live there what what year what what ages were you when you lived there um eight to 16 yeah okay yeah 16 and you remember a lot of crazy crazy stuff I mean then mm-hmm. like so like what was in your town like did you have a grocery store like where did where did the kids hang so, out where did the kids like you know talk yeah, shit it, or whatever movie theater I know it was so small we didn't even have a movie theater every so when I was younger there we didn't have like the only grocery store we had was like a little tiny mountain mart. And then we had like the Amish had a grocery store and then we had, a, it's called Stewart's. It's a gas station slash ice cream shop. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. That place ruled, but um, that's where I guess people would go. Not really hang. I don't know. You're kind of trash if you hang out there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, you know, what's interesting is in Florida, we didn't really have this, but a lot of places in the Northeast, they try and do the most with their gas stations. You know, yeah. it's like there's a the gas station, but it's also we sell the most the best hoagies and yeah. balls in a cup. Or this is a gas station and we sell ice cream. Or this is a gas station and you know the kids from Euphoria hang out here and buy drugs. <laughs> you know, no, that's exactly how it is. It's like in Pennsylvania where they have like Wawa's and stuff like that or whatever uh-huh. the hell they have weirdos, but. They- <laughs> They have you're all you're calling out Phil. You're calling out Pennsylvania right now. Yeah, because my stepmom's from there, and there's weird shit that happens there. <laughs> weird uh, shit happens everywhere. So wait, you would hang out at the gas station with the ice cream or what? Uh, no, I guess I don't know. I would hang out outside. I know that sounds. We, we were like always in <laughs> nature and like doing like nature shit. Like me and my friends would like collect bugs or like go and like we have like huge imagination so we would like build forts and like pretend we were like people and make plays and stuff like we did that more than like hang it like I wasn't like cool like I wasn't like yeah we're gonna go do like 
cool guy stuff. I don't know. I would just stayed at home a lot. I was like kind of introverted. You yeah. would be either be outside collecting bugs or in or at home. Or like I lived on a river, so I'd always be like in the river for sure. Like every day I'd be at home in the river, like collecting like crawfish or frogs or like like just swimming in it. I was constantly no, That's but they're like nice, nice, nice rivers up there. It's like they're fresh springs. So it's like really safe to like you could drink the water. You know, what's crazy is you just said you were you had three cemeteries that surrounded you and a river. And <laughs> I'm just like that river is another cemetery because there's no gotta be some crazy dead shit. No. In there. In there's Florida, crazy, there's crazy dead shit in the St. Lawrence River. That's like on the reservation from Canada and New York. And I live right there. So when, like, would, you, well, when would you go visit the St. Lawrence River? What was that about? That's just uh, so the bridge to Canada goes over that. So I used to go to Canada all the time. So and people would like have boats on the St. Lawrence River, but there would be dead bodies done all the time. And it would just be on the hush because of like drugs and stuff. So. Yeah. Like your friends would find the dead bodies and be like, yeah, we no. saw a dead body. They no, I actually know someone that had, but it wasn't there. Um what happened? But there would just be like like random people in Canada that would find bodies that like wash up on shore and then be like, oh, that was like someone in a drug war thing on the road. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, the, yeah. Those drug war people. Oof. It's crazy. You know what? I say build a wall, but between us and Canada build well, that wall I was born in El Paso Texas which is right on the Mexican border into Juarez so which border do you think is more dangerous honestly I don't know I mean obviously I think that the one in Texas is just because of like from like seeing things as a kid when I grew up there for a little bit too I remember stuff being around drugs and drug muling and all that type of stuff and then were you were you one of the drug mules did your oh i'm, like I'm sure i up? was i'm sure i was at some points like why else would you be bringing your child baby to juarez when they're a baby like why you don't need to bring your baby to juarez i don't know little who baby knows? Devin got strapped up with the cocaine i know people who have yeah i know friends that have been really so. mm -hmm. kids that you grew up with yeah mm-hmm dang what, yeah what would, so, what, what but would canada canada yeah. i feel like is just dangerous with the drugs like hey. other drugs like they have I free health care like, so you know they got drugs flying all over the place there yeah honestly for real i i thought about moving to canada at one point because i used to go there all the time i love for the canada. prescription for the prescription drugs no, for the free college. But then I realized what free actually means. And then I was like, well, it's not really free. And then you, yeah. But I was going to move to Canada at one point. What, is free what does free actually mean? Does it mean you have to, you get free, you get free college, but then you have to fight as There's a like, Canadian soldier? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm in the draft. Oh, God. Did you ever do, you know, growing up, I thought about joining the military. My grandfather was a Marine and a lot of the people who slacked off in high school ended up joining the military, like at least that I grew up around, or they became cops. Did do did you ever think about joining the military? I mean, you told me you never thought about seriously shaving your head, but would, did, um, did you yeah, ever think about joining the military. Honestly, I don't know. I thought I and the only reason I ever thought about it is because I didn't. I wanted my college to be paid for. I thought about joining mm. the post the coast guard and oh was, cool because i was like eh, it can't be that hard like <laughs> that was, <laughs> I was like that's the ease i think that's the one i can handle the most coast and then i don't know is the peace corps that's not a branch of the military right that's just a non-for-profit no but you know what it should be right i thought it was forever so then i was gonna join the peace corps but then i was like i don't know if i I mean, I might still want to do that later in life, but I don't need to do that now. That was such a, th that's so interesting. That was such a thing that was discussed amongst kids leaving high school. It's like, oh, I, do you want to join the Peace Corps or do you want to join the military? And I feel like adults were real at that time, were really like putting pressure on 
high school graduates to join either the Peace Corps or the military. Like that was like 100%. a serious option. There's so many other options. There's so many other options. It's like propaganda and shit. They would literally come to our school and just like sat there with a the desk for for a long time for like weeks they would just be there every single day and then i went to community college for two years and they would be set up there too yeah like like the oh my god it was so targeted and like so, it was so targeted to be so like, targeted hey, well so you're going aggressive. to school do you want your your classes paid for like do you want all this paid for and it's like well that's not all this is <laughs> you're signing me up for something that you're not even telling yeah, you know, some of those of. Exactly. you're not showing the perks it's just like a pyramid scheme you know you you're like oh you can make this much money and you get free product and all these things and it's like oh well i have to invest six hundred dollars before i even get anything you know i have right. to get people to sell underneath me before i can profit it's like nah yeah this yeah the yes the the most insufferable adults take advantage of like, you know, kids, it's like the, the people that come to your door, like join the Peace Corps, join the military, join the Mormon church. Uh, I'm a pedophile come into my van, you know, like they're, everyone's, everyone's what? trying to take care of, everyone's trying to hook kids, which is re really crazy because some people like bought into it or later in life they bought into it and then they bought into being like into MLMs. Yeah, well, it's like they want to, in my view, they want to try to paint the picture as pretty as they want it so they want society to all look a certain way and to be a certain way so they're gonna continue to try to do these things that they know how society can sustain that and how they can already actively use that like our military and all that so that's why they keep it you know yeah in your in your hometown so it's like it's like order i guess in your hometown of new york you know, you're there from eight to 16, but what were the adults doing? Like, was there a nightclub? Was there a bar to go to? Um, like, so like no. what, did you, what did you see happening? <laughs> or did they have these like MLM, uh, you so know, like, like multi-level marketing scheme parties? We, I guess there was some people who did that, but it would, that'd be for like weight loss products, but <laughs> okay. like they always did it for like those stupid ones. I don't even talk about that, but for going to bars and stuff um no we didn't really have a bar in town so people would just have like kind of kickbacks or backyard parties or like garage a lot of garage parties like oh fun enclosed in the garage they were fun I mean I didn't really drink when I was up there until like I went to college near there yeah. but um if you wanted to go to a bar you had to go to when I, the first club I went to was in Canada and that's uh, because it was 18 and up and I was 18. So it wasn't like I was breaking the law, you know, and the drinking age is 18 in that province. So I was legally drinking and going to a club in Canada. So I never had to, to fake around it. Um, but that's where you'd go for bars and stuff, or you'd go on the reservation to like the casino and they had like a bar there. That's basically it. Unless there was one other bar and it was in the closest town that now has like a walmart and stuff it's a little bit bigger and it was just like a trash all the bars were trash bars like yeah. you don't just ugh. like i would never want to i don't know it's like townie bars you know what i mean it's like right. nobody wants to go to the townie bar when you're like not deep a townie <laughs> well you know what you know what i, I you know what's interesting about the townie bars is they kind of stay the same they don't have too much upkeep not much changes about them which you know, it is, is, is nice for the people there, especially, you know, living in a city where things change so regularly, but you were mentioning, yeah. you were mentioning the garage parties and in Florida, we would have garage parties as well. And there was this kid, Chris, who was going through a man, he, he went through this period, this kid, Chris, where he would always have a pocket of fireworks in his pocket, like a pocket full of fireworks. Right. Mm -hmm. And he had like, he, he didn't have a lighter cause he didn't smoke. So he would like go up to people that smoked and he was like, Hey, can I borrow your lighter? Borrows it, turns his back, lights a, like a little firecracker, throws it in the other end of the garage. And then he would do this everywhere. He did it at garage parties, he'd light a firework, set it off in the garage, a little firecracker, like, you know, those little like yeah. black cats. I know exactly what you're talking about. I knew someone like that. I was like, why are you doing like his name but is he, Josh. I was like, why are you doing that? Well, Chris, well, I want to hear what Josh did, but Chris, Chris would throw them in the corner of the uh, garage. Then he would throw them on our friend's carpet 
and like ruined their carpet. Then he threw one on the roof of my car and he like left a mark. I'm like, yeah, dude, what the hell, man? What would Josh do? What would Josh do? Do you have cargo shorts? Do you have like a big, big, like assault? Like, like, do you have like a big artillery? He was like, he would just like do stuff. It was my best friend, still like best friend to this day, her older brother. And he's like mess with us all the time. Mm -hmm. So he would like, but we would have like parties or we'd be like the youngest one at the parties, but he would be throwing them because he was like cool. And she was cool because of him. So, (laughs) So like, and all her, all his friends were always trying to sleep with her. Like we're all, we were all cool. talking about it all the time. So they were cool. <laughs> and I was like super innocent and would just be at the parties, but not drinking anything. And he would just always like do that too. He'd have like firecrackers and just like throw them and like hit us in the legs. He hit me with a paintball once when I had like shorts on, it was like the worst pain. He hit you with a paintball gun? Yeah. What? Were you drunk? Mm-hmm. No, uh-uh. I've only ever been drunk in upstate New York when I was at college never when I was like around or in high school or anything really yeah Yeah. oh my gosh well because would that mean you would have to drive everybody around or you were just yeah I did actually yeah I would dd a lot (laughs) I didn't mind it though even in college I did that a lot because I was like well it gives me an excuse not to drink and I had like a lot going on I had a lot school was hard so I had to like focus and shit yeah, dude. You know, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> there was a fireworks kid. Then I hung out with like a band, like friend, friends in like bands, <clears throat> because there was like not a lot going on in your hometown where there were like a lot of like bands or like, um, did you well, hang we around had... like kids in bands and stuff? No, I, I don't think there was one band. <laughs> there was Dang. like, uh, see, we had, there were just people that were like obsessed with like insane clown posse. Really? And, like, yeah, like they would just like have like parties in their yard and just like jam out to that. But there was um the you American Legion. Yeah. That's like oh uh, okay. That's where everyone that's another bar I thought of where people would drink in town, but there weren't any really bands. I guess there was always like spaghetti dinners happening at like what? The, yeah, like at the community center. Like I used to always like make spaghetti with the church and like serve people spaghetti and it was like it was like five dollars a plate and then there'd be like it was like spaghetti every sunday and then like you serve like every you're like oh hey how's it going like how's how's the house you're building because everybody in the town was either building houses they were like worked in construction that they, they were cops like like uh state police or uh correctional correction officers COs because we had big prisons up there like those two guys that went missing and or they escaped that was like they escaped like where I live (laughs) so wait explain explain what happened so there was two guys I don't remember their names honestly that's probably really bad but they escaped from Dannemora prison which is like a high security prison in upstate New York but I think their names were Avery and Peter (laughs) <laughs> so Avery and Peter yeah, 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 <laughs> they yeah. escaped prison Me. and there was a lady that helped them that one of them was like in love with it's this whole thing Ben Stiller made a movie about it he was like in our town filming stuff for that really and, yeah my friend's dad is in it I don't know what it's called maybe it's called Escape from Danamora or something like that but it took place all in there I remember I was in college and there was like when they were on the hunt for them because they escaped and they were missing for about two weeks and they were like murderers I think one was a murderer and the other was like I don't know something like that (laughs) I mean that's really bad so I should know but I remember there was like (laughs) probably a pedophile based on the people that you grew up around I swear to god right I know in upstate New York too so they like found a cabin and like stole guns from it and then they were armed and they were spotted, but there was like SWAT team. I remember like at my dorm and like in all in the woods were like SWAT and like dogs. And I was like, holy shit, I'm about to see these. Like, it was like, don't go outside. Don't like, just stay inside and lock your doors. Cause there's murderers on the loose. <laughs> like, <laughs> Literally. Like, what? Oh like, dude, what? What, what kind of place is this for a kid? There are three cemeteries, there's a dirty river, and there's a jail, in, and that's all there is in this town. Oh, that's- you want to do something fun? Yeah, let's go to the gas station and get ice cream. Or wait till Sunday and we can have spaghetti. 
<laughs> that's literally what it's or hey i'm gonna plug this place uh it's yeah. called mad joe's if you're ever in uh brushton moira so moira is the next town so it's brushton moira where i grew up um it's called mad joe's and they have really good pizza rolls they have, like potato wedges they have, like the best pizza like it's like a it's a gas station slash deli sandwich pizza shop and it's amazing. i love that it's also a gas station <laughs> Everything is also a gas station. <laughs> There's only like two pumps. So it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, let's go get ice cream. I got to get gas too. It's like, what? Oh yeah. The ice cream place is attached to the gas station. You know what? I'm going to pick up some cold cuts for lunch this week. I'm going to yeah. go to the deli that's attached to the gas station. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm dropping off at school. The school's also attached to a gas station. What the hell? Well, and our, our school is so cool because it was like, we that's wouldn't so play. funny. We would put zero money into actually like getting a track, but we like we had a like a maple shed to like make maple syrup. So like whoa, tell me about that. Yeah. Well, there was like this group, I mean, everybody should know it's called FFA, Future Farmers of America. So like most of my friends were farmers, like their families were like, and they like made a ton of money farming, like dairy farming, all that type of stuff. So there was farms everywhere up there and we would go and tap trees and then like you get the the sap and then you pour it in this boiler and it like boils it like this and then you can it you add it like makes it a certain way and then you add sugar and then it gets sweeter and then you can make like maple cream you can make maple oh. popsicles make maple cream is the best if you've never had maple cream just get maple cream and put it on toast Oh, some cinnamon it's amazing it's at, at but that stage, was like what we did that's what you did for fun you'd make like maple syrup and make maple cream yeah i was really blessed to go to a school that small because it was like we had metal shop and we had wood shop growing up so i got to like build like learn how to build things with wood learn to use different tools like i learned how to make in metal shop how to make a like a wood plane when you shave wood yeah um, like I made the actual metal thing. Like I made the mold for it and poured the aluminum. I learned how to make a nail, like literally yeah. medieval times, like pulled out the nail and hammered it. It was, it was so cool. It was cool. That is so, that's awesome. That's pretty sweet. At the, at the stage in which you add the sugar, can you also add other ingredients to make <laughs> it a little more flavored? Like you could add like pumpkin or something like that. I mean, I guess <clears throat> if you would want to, I never did, but like people make like a lot of money doing that. Like you make- yeah. Like if you just have trees to tap and you sell the maple product, maple product is like so expensive up there. Like wow. it's so, it tastes so different if you're to have pure like Vermont, they say Vermont, but it's like the trees are all there and from Vermont mm -hmm. maple syrup versus like any you get at the generic store. It's insane how different it is. Jeez. That's crazy. <laughs> well, that, that, I mean, there's maple syrup, there's tons of gas stations there's cemeteries, there's a river. <clears throat> I can't wait to visit your hometown. Sounds so fun. Yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Uh, all right, Devin, before we go, I want to give a special shout out to my production team. Chris, Gina, Mike, Kelvin, Sarah, Lauren, S, Dawn, Collier, Peter, Pabian, Justin, Tim, and Allie. Devin, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate your time. And thanks for giving thanks, us a little, a little tour of your hometown, dude. Yeah, it's it's a rare one. It's it's fairly on the map. <laughs> oh, but it is on the map. And uh, everyone, please go check out Devin on Instagram and uh, see all of our upcoming shows. Floridians, thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time. Peace. Bye.